Life Audio. Christian Parent Crazy World with Catherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you raise godly kids in an ungodly world. I'm your host, Katherine Seegers, and today's episode tackles this very practical question, how can I be a better parent in 2022? Really, you know, we're going to discuss how to be a better everything in the new year, a better son or daughter, a better brother or sister or employee or friend. The 13 gauges or metrics I'm going to share with you today will help you to improve all of your relationships, certainly your parenting relationships. But first and foremost, they will help you in your relationship with God, because when that relationship is right, all the other ones can follow suit. But first, let me wish all of you a very happy new year. I am so excited to see where God takes us this year. I know that he has some amazing things in store for this podcast and for you. Now, what we are discussing today really isn't a tough cultural topic like I like to sink my teeth into in Christian Parent Crazy World, but it does require some very honest reflection. (laughs) And, you know, that can be one of the toughest things in life to do, but it is very rewarding and necessary. So that's what we're going to do today. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this is probably the most practical podcast you have heard all year. (laughs) Okay, okay, so obviously that isn't saying much as it is still pretty early in the year in January, but you might still be able to say that in December if you put these gauges into practice. They are that good, and I can brag about them like that without sounding boastful because they aren't mine. Now, usually I curate my own material for this podcast. I come up with my own guidelines and lists, but not today. Today, I want to share with you a list that my pastor shared and what I think was one of the most helpful and practical messages I have ever heard in my life. It was just a few weeks ago, and you know, I've heard a lot of messages in my life, but I simply couldn't improve upon these gauges or these metrics he gave. And today, with permission, I want to share this phenomenal material with you. Now, I attend Church of the Highlands in the great state of Alabama, Leonard Skinner Territory, sweet home Alabama. I'm coming home to you. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, yeah, if you are new around here, yeah, sometimes I break out in a song or a or a random Monty Python quote. You know, it just it just happens. You'll get used to it. So. My church has locations all over Alabama, and my pastor is a man by the name of Chris Hodges. You you might have heard of him. He's actually pretty well known. We call him Pastor Chris, or, or PC for short. He's written some 
incredible books like like Fresh Air, What's Next, and most recently, Out of the Cave. That's a book about overcoming depression. By the way, that's a topic I plan to tackle at some point this year as it affects so many families. I have I have some encouragement and some very personal insights there. So be looking for that. Now, the message that Pastor Chris gave a couple of weeks ago, which is the very first link in my notes section, was simply brilliant. So practical, so insightful, so helpful. I encourage you to listen to it yourself. He shared what he called a dashboard of gauges that we can use to assess our lives. Just like you have gauges on your car to tell you how it is doing, how much gas it has or oil or or what speed you are traveling, what the temperature is. Well, we all have some gauges that we can use to assess our lives. And I'm going to share those gauges from Pastor Chris with you today. It's kind of like a report card, only there's no pressure, just just prayerful and honest reflection about where you are and where you need to go. And in order to aid you in this reflection, I have created a handy dandy guide for these gauges. It is, like I said, a report card. It's it's called our dashboard for life. And it contains the 12 gauges that Pastor Chris gave in his message, plus one more. I added because I think it's pretty helpful for us busy parents. If you are a subscriber on my website, this file was in your email titled 13 Ways to Be a Better Parent in 2022. If you are not a subscriber, just just go over to my website, Catherine at Kath- Oh, that's my email. Uh, yeah, CatherineSegers.com. That's how that works. Okay. Go to my website, katherinesegers.com, and subscribe. And this resource, this dashboard for life, will be sent to you along with all of the other free resources in the introductory email, which contains the scripture songs, the prayer lists for parents, the inspirational quotes, which are printed over these gorgeous impressionistic paintings ready for Pinterest or or Instagram and my ebook, my original ebook, Five Myths About Motherhood That Make You Feel Mere and Why They're Wrong. That is another critically important cultural topic I want to dig into sometime this year. It's so important. So be looking for that. But today I want to help us start off this year right by getting rid of some stuff we don't need and focusing our attention on what we do need and how to make that better. So that's the plan. Let's get started. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of the Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. 
Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. So in this dashboard for life, there are 13 gauges or metrics that we can use to assess how we are doing, where we are on track, and where we need to get back on track. I titled this episode, 13 Ways to Be a Better Parent in 2022, not because I'm going to tell you what you need to do, because I'm not. Rather, I'm going to point you in the right direction, and God is going to tell you how to improve. Yep. If you choose to participate, you are going to reflect on each of these 13 different areas or spheres of life and pray about it. What I encourage you to do is to take this list, which you can print out, and give yourself a grade on how you are doing in each area. There's a place to do that. And and be honest, you know, because nobody's looking. And then after praying and seeking the Lord, construct one sentence, just one sentence of something you can do to improve in that area. The Lord's going to help you out with that. Now, don't bog yourself down. Don't come up with a 12-step program for each of these gauges. Just pray about it and ask the Lord to show you one way you can improve in each area of your life. Super practical, right? Yeah, I know. It's great. Thank you, Pastor Chris. By the way, I'm having my older kids do this as well. I think it would be appropriate for kids ages 10 and up to fill out this report card too. I made the gauges appropriate for all ages. And just like when you were in school, it would be great to reassess periodically throughout the year. I would recommend doing it every month or at least every quarter. I put a reminder on my calendar. So now I'm going to walk you through each of these gauges. This first one is the most important. That is your faith life. How you doing there? How is your walk with the Lord? If it has been spotty or inconsistent, no guilt, no condemnation, let the Lord show you how you can improve. Now, I'm going to spend a little more time on this gauge because if this one is off, everything is off. Seriously, everything. Hopefully you are in a church and have regular fellowship with other believers. That is super important. If you aren't, you need to be. But personally, in your everyday life, there are three primary areas you should consider in your faith life. First, how is your time in the word? Are you reading the Bible consistently? This is God's written revelation to us. People have literally died to get their hands on this book and to preserve this book. Remember that. It is a treasure trove of wisdom and guidance and encouragement. You want to be in the Word daily. 
But let's be honest. We are very busy parents and we all have a bad day. The alarm went off late. Your kid was throwing up at 2 a.m. You got an emergency phone call from work. You woke up with a migraine. It happens. And sometimes it snowballs into more than one day. And if you aren't careful, it can become a pattern. You know what I do on those off days when I roll out of bed into some sort of a crisis or you know, a very off morning. I've memorized a lot of scriptures through scripture songs, both that I have created, which is a free resource for subscribing on my site, or songs that other people have created. I've talked about this before and how it's really not that hard to learn scripture if you listen to it, put to music, you memorize it, and you don't even mean to. It's awesome. So I renew my mind with the word I've already committed to memory, or I listen to a scripture song if the day didn't start off right with me physically in the word, or just get get one verse. If that is all you have time for, get one and chew on it throughout the day. But in the on days, and hopefully you have a lot more of the on days than the off days, renew your efforts to spend time in God's word. Make that your goal every day. The one-year Bible is a great resource to keep you in the Word daily. With that version, the whole Bible is divided up into 365 days. I've done that before. It's it's kind of hard, though, when you get behind on that. I, you know, kind of bugs me. And I don't like skipping. And I personally love digging into a Bible with good study notes, which, which the one-year Bible does not have. It's just straight scripture. I love my life application Bible. The resources and commentary in this Bible are just awesome. I've loved it for, honestly, decades. Sometimes, you know, on the days where I can, I go a little bit longer and I absorb all those great study notes. On other days, I got to be pretty quick. Maybe, you know, just a chapter or a section or a few verses, but get in the Word consistently. The second area of your faith that you should assess is your prayer life. Are you listening to God daily? Are you communicating with him? Are you thanking him? Are you lifting up your needs and the needs of others? I always try to start my time with the Lord by thanking him. I enter his presence with thanksgiving. Then I want to praise him. I'll talk more about that in a sec. Then I want to lift up my needs and the needs of those around me. This is a discipline you want to have every day. I, you know, I have some concentrated prayer time every morning. I I try to at least, usually after my Bible reading, and I'm not talking about a marathon here. Usually it's just a few minutes, but then I pray throughout the day here and there as the Lord prompts me. And before I go to bed, my husband and I pray together every night. It's just a part of the fabric of our lives. Make it part of the fabric of your life and your family's life. The third area of your faith that you want to assess is worship. You know, this is honestly where I fall short. Even though I'm a singer, that's, you know, really odd, actually, now that I think about it. I often forget to do this at home. I do it at church on Sundays, but I have not incorporated this into my daily life very well. That is why I love this dashboard, this report card. My one sentence for improvement in my faith life is make time for worship every day. I'm trying to do this in the morning, before, after my Bible time, but I I, want to do this throughout the day as well, in the car, while I'm washing dishes or cooking. 
So, you know, on this gauge, this very first one, assess how you are doing in your Bible study, in your prayer life, and in your worship. One final note on your faith life. God isn't looking for your perfection. He's looking to be your priority. It isn't possible to be perfect, but it is possible to change your priorities. Gauge number two, your marriage life. For single parents and and older kids, hopefully much older kids, I put your dating life. None of my kids are dating. For younger kids, my younger kids, I'm just telling them to skip this one until, you know, well, until I pick out a spouse for them. (laughs) I'm joking. Actually, no, no, I'm not joking. I'm going to, I'm going to pick out their spouse for them. Okay. So if, if you are married, how is your relationship with your spouse? How can you improve that? Ask your spouse how you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, That's a scary question. I know. But if you are single, how is your dating life? Is it honoring God? Are you listening to him in this area of your life? Give yourself a grade and ask the Holy Spirit how to improve here. You know, for me and my husband, we just need to make quality time a priority, which is which is really hard with our schedules. I'm sure your schedule is insane too, but we we need more dates, maybe like I don't know, a getaway. We were supposed to celebrate our 25th wedding anniversary in Europe year before last. Turns out 2020 was not a, a good year for international travel. Who knew? Well, God, God knew. Yeah. He knew, but he did not clue me in on that before I purchased that trip. Hopefully, hopefully we can take one this year. But there are little things you can do to prioritize your spouse or, you know, if you're in a committed relationship, that other person. You know what I love? When my husband comes home from work, my little kids are celebrating him like he is some kind of a rock star. They, you know, they don't do that when I come home for some reason. I don't know why, but they are climbing all over him. I'm not bitter. But anyways, Brian always makes it a point to address me first, to give me a kiss and a hug and and ask me how my day went. I love that. Makes me feel special. Now who's a rock star, huh? Mm -hmm. Quality time is hard though for us busy parents. Even if you just have a date night at home after the kids go to bed, you know, that's, that's a great way to do it. But make it official. Friday night after the kids are tucked in, we are watching a movie or we're having a late night dessert date or, you know, something even better, you know, fill in the blank. Uh, but make a plan. That makes it special. By the way, I meant fill in the blank if you're married. Gauge number three. Your family life. How is that going? You know, for me in 2022, I want to carve out quality time with each kid. I want to spend time playing with the little ones or make more time to go on nature walks or go to the park. Make a date with each kid and talk about what interests them. Family game nights are awesome. Love those. But lately we've, you know, we've gotten out of the habit. I'd like to start that back up. Maybe you need to be more encouraging or supportive of your kids' interests. Maybe, maybe you need to let go a little and allow some more freedom. Maybe you need to, you know, tighten things up a bit. Maybe you need to come up with some more family traditions. Ask the Lord. He will show you how to make this area of your life better. Think about it. If you did this every month this year, you would improve your family life 12 different ways. How cool is that? So cool, isn't it? I love it. Okay, so gauge number four, your work life. And for kids, I put your school life. This 
sphere encompasses so much of our lives, doesn't it? Even if you are a full-time parent, and that is a very legitimate vocation, by the way, and don't let anybody tell you otherwise, most of our waking hours are spent on our job or our vocation. And for our kids, it's, it's their school. How can we improve here? Do we need a better work-life balance? Do we need to leave work at work? If you are a stay-at-home parent, do you need to find a way to have more downtime? Do you need to prioritize aspects of your job that, that you don't like? For example, I'm a homeschooling mom. I don't like phonics and reading lessons, and I don't particularly enjoy teaching my kids math. I'd rather focus on Bible and history and literature. And sometimes I can get very sidetracked and leave my kids hanging on those subjects I don't like while I prioritize other things that I do like. I need to work on my priorities and my work. So how can you improve your work life? Give yourself a grade and ask God one way that you can improve. Gauge number five, your digital life. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we went there. Okay, so how much of life this can encompass? It's just amazing. I can get sucked into unproductive scrolling like the best of them. Is that a problem for you? Do you need a media fast? Do you need to set some limits? Do you need to set some limits for your kids? Perhaps you are in a field that requires you to spend time on your digital life. I am. I'm not good at Instagram and I get pretty frustrated with Facebook. I have to put myself on a schedule with these aspects of my digital life that I don't like. And frankly, you know, I'm not doing that well. So I'm looking to improve here in 2022. I'm setting some goals to grow in these areas. Baby steps. Find that one thing to improve upon and then find another when you reassess and keep moving forward. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Gauge number six, my ministry life. Ooh, ooh, this is a good one. I love this one. By ministry life, uh, you know, you're probably not a minister, or you may be. If you are, welcome. But if you aren't, you know, I'm referring to your purpose in life. I did a whole podcast on how to discover your purpose. That was episode 17. I gave you the five Ps to discovering your purpose. Definitely check that out if you want some guidance there. Another thing I would suggest if you're just getting started on discovering your purpose or your ministry, your giftings, 
That is a spiritual gifts test and a personality test. I will link a couple of those for you so that you can better understand why God put you on this planet. He has a very special purpose for you above and beyond parenting. You are not an accident. You know, you are born when you were, where you were for a reason. If you know why you were here, what your purpose is, are you growing in your calling? Are you making progress? Ask the Lord what your next step is. And if you don't know why you are here, listen to that podcast and take those tests. That's two things, not one. So you are covered for your next two assessments. Gauge number seven, your financial life. Yeah, yeah, this is a hard one. It's hard. It can cause so much stress and discord in your relationships when your financial life is off, can it? Especially the ones, those relationships that matter the most. You know, my husband, (laughs) yeah, my husband and I really struggled financially for the first decade of our marriage. I'll be, I'll be really personal here. Usually, like two to three times a year back in that first decade of our married life, my husband would come home to find me curled up in a corner somewhere having a full-blown panic attack over our finances. It was that awful. I just, I couldn't get a handle on it. It's crazy. They don't teach you how to get ahead financially in school, how to budget and save, how to take advantage of compound interest, how to invest, super important stuff. But hey, you know what? You got through physics and you can say, where's the bathroom in Spanish? Don't get a Banya, woohoo. Ugh, don't get me started. Okay. Actually, I do need to clarify that though. I am I'm not suggesting that your kids shouldn't take advanced science and, and math classes or learn a foreign language. My my kids started learning Latin at the age of four and no one even speaks that language anymore. And you know, depending on what God has called your child to do in life, those subjects might be critically important for them. But many adults get through life just fine, only knowing their native tongue and and never learning these other advanced subjects. But everyone Everyone needs to learn how to manage their finances. And and for some reason, our school systems don't do a good job of prioritizing what everyone needs to know. Okay, back to my original story, though. I was having these seasonal panic attacks over our finances. Finally, one year, I think it was around... 2006, we did a financial course at our church called Financial Peace University. You may have heard of it. It's also, it's also known as FPU. This is a course designed by Dave Ramsey. He is an internationally known financial expert, has several best-selling books and a great radio program. So we did FPU and we really committed to the program and it has forever changed our lives. We got out of debt. We started saving. We paid cash for everything. We got ahead on our mortgage until 2020. Thank you, COVID. Um, But we were able to bless other people. It has been awesome. And you know what? We have really had a a very tough year and a half because of COVID. My husband is in the hospitality industry, which has been utterly gutted these past two years. It's awful what's happened to that industry. But Brian was out of work for like four months, and then he went back at a greatly reduced rate, you know, of pay for the the whole rest of the year in 2020. And But, you know, by the grace of God, we weathered it. 
we're okay. And you know why? Because we were prepared. Oh, wow. You know, I didn't even have a panic attack during that. And I used to have panic attacks all the time over my finances. If you don't know what to do to help your finances, consider doing a class like Financial Peace University. Look for one in your area or start one. There are other great classes that a lot of churches do as well, many of them. So check into that. And if you have done something like that and you are off the wagon, so to speak, ask the Lord what you need to do to get back on track. Gauge number eight, your social life. You know, usually we err on the extremes when it comes to our social life. Too much or, you know, not enough. As busy parents, often we are in the not enough side. You need to have meaningful relationships outside of your home. Get in a small group or a Bible study. Get with people in person if you can. Ask someone out for coffee. Invite someone over for lunch. Ask the Lord to show you how you can improve your social life in a way that blesses you and others. This is a critically important part of our development. As believers, we need to be transparent with other people in order to grow and fulfill our purpose. Gauge number nine, my attitudinal life. Ah, Yeah, I know. This one's a tough one. I'm convicted just mentioning this one. Sometimes, you know, I I can be a pretty glass half empty kind of kind of gal. I'm a deep thinker and I can dwell on things far too much and I, you know I get depressed. Part of that has to do with challenging brain chemistry, a topic for a future episode. But part of it is a discipline of renewing the mind. I need to do that. Psalm 51:10 is a great verse for your attitude. Father, create me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. And Romans 8, 28, I know, oh, I love this verse. I know that God will cause all things to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I need to remind myself that God can do good through bad circumstances. Ask God how you can maintain a Christ-like attitude in the stress of your everyday life. Gauge number 10, your creative life. I love this one. This gauge has to do with your dreams and your aspirations. Proverbs 29, 18 says, where there is no vision, the people perish. We are designed by God to dream. Get in touch with your dreams. Ask God for a vision of where he wants to take you and your family and ask him what your next step is. Write it down. Yeah, we are trucking right along here. Gauge number 11, your mental life. This gauge is pretty close to gauge number nine, which has to do with your attitude, but it goes deeper. What are you thinking about? What are you dwelling on? Are you renewing your mind with good things? Or or are you listening to too much news, too much doom and gloom, too much of the world's perspective about what is going on down here? Too much bad or useless media. God's perspective is very different than our own. His perspective is very different than the world's. We must constantly renew our minds in order to keep God's perspective. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 says that we are to take every thought captive, to make it obedient to Christ. If you are struggling to improve your mental life, start by memorizing that verse. That is a great place to start.
gauge number 12, your physical life. How are you treating the temple, which is your body? You know, we've, we've all just come out of a season of feasting with the holidays. My mother, my mother made 10 different kinds of homemade Christmas cookies. Not kidding. Uh-uh. 10. It would be rude not to try them all, right? I mean, obviously. So I have been drowning in sugar for over a month. Our church always does 21 days of prayer and fasting in January, (laughs) right when we need it. This is a perfect time to get rid of all that sugar-laden, heavy, rich food we've been eating for weeks and focus on our health. If you are able, get active, get some exercise. For me, I need to go to bed earlier. I'm like a toddler when it comes to go to bed. I'm always afraid I'm going to miss something. I'm a night owl. Got, you know, theater coursing through my my veins. I come alive at 8 p.m. It's like showtime. So I need to go to bed earlier. That's my one area to improve. Find one thing that you can do to improve your health and write it down. And finally, we're almost to the end here. Gauge number 13, your domestic life. This, this is the one I added because I need it. I can, you know, gosh, I can hear my mother agreeing with me like from several hundred miles away. I am what one might call domestically challenged. I have never been naturally inclined towards the culinary arts or homemaking skills. I'd rather be reading a book or or writing a book or teaching my kids math for that matter. Anything rather than domestic chores. Nevertheless, these household tasks must be done. Juggling the homestead as busy parents is hard, even if you are, you know, inclined towards these activities, which I am not. I I think I mentioned that. Um, You know, it's more than hard. Sometimes it can seem impossible. I, I didn't give myself an F in this category because I am a frustrated perfectionist. If you come over to my house, I will pull a rabbit out of a hat. I'm going to make it look good. Come, <laughs> you know, come hell or high water. But if you show up unannounced or you look in a closet or beyond the designated guest bathroom, yeah, you know, not so good. I need to improve. So I'm praying about how to do that. You should do that as well. Now, with each and every one of these gauges, don't just write something down on how to improve our methods, our remedies often fall short. Ask God and listen to his prompting. See what he has to say because he has the remedy that will really work. You know, I'm I'm so excited for me and my husband and my older kids to take this assessment, this this dashboard for life and start growing in the areas where we are weak. I hope you are too. And at the bottom of the list, I put some reflection questions from Pastor Chris's sermon. And I encourage you again to go and check that out for yourself. You won't regret it. Pastor Chris is one of the best communicators I've ever heard in my life. I know his message will bless you. I hope that these gauges and this dashboard for living and the little report card I made for you will bless you as they have blessed me. Thank you for joining me in this, my first podcast of 2022 for Christian Parent Crazy World. I promise to keep bringing you biblically sound, culturally relevant, enlightening, inspiring, and hopefully entertaining content all year long. You know, I was, I was thinking about this, uh, parenting, parenting is hard, mamas and papas, it's really hard. So let's do it together. We're stronger 
when we lean on each other. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh, and I know, maybe you could get a Christian Parent Crazy World tattoo. <laughs> I mean, like, not on your face, you know, just a forearm or hand, just, you know, just a thought. Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherineseegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. To hear more from Katherine Seegers, visit her site, katherineseegers.com. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a rating and review in your podcast app? It really does help us connect to more listeners like you. A special thanks to Kelly Gibbons, Stephen Sanders, and Stephen McGarvey for their production and editing on this episode. You can find more podcasts like this over at lifeaudio.com. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing. I'd like to invite you to my weekly podcast, Encouragement for You, featuring encouraging guests like Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, Dan Cathy, the late Dr. Frank Menrith, Josh McDowell, and more. To subscribe to my weekly Encouragement for You podcast, go to lifeaudio.com. That's lifeaudio.com.